0: Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. So I went to this Austrian embassy and they wouldn't give me the visa. Number one, they wouldn't give me. I went back home and I looked at this Isaiah 45. As far as I know, I am married to only one man, Jesus Christ. And he's the anointed. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. That's the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, at that time, you stand ajar. You are by yourself. I went a second time, they won't give me. I went a third time, the man told me, the consular personally invited me and told me if I come there again, he will cause my arrest. I hate that. But now you all know I hate that. I hate people trying to intimidate me. The lioness rises from inside. And when I heard that, I said, oh, you have no idea who you are dealing with. You have no idea. So I went back the fourth time, and the man shook his head. And he told me, I told you not to come back. You see, when somebody said they will shoot you, and they are holding the trigger and they are not shooting and they are trying to bargain with you. It means they have no vim. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the devil does. He carries this empty barrel and we all begin to shake. You stand in front of that Satan. Last two or three days, I don't know if there was really a devil in the house. I don't know. But. I was sitting in the condition, everything was closed. And I was sitting there and I saw the front door opening. I I looked again and I didn't understand. Because air cannot pass through the doors and the windows to come and open the front door. I looked at it again. And I said, I don't know who is there, but close the door. (laughs) You don't know what we have. You think when pastor talks like this, I don't have the times when you want to run. I said, close the door. You see, it is the timing of everything that will tell you there was something they wanted to scare me, and the door closed, and the door didn't open again. So where was the wind? So I went the fifth time, and the counselor said, "You've come again." Me, I'm not even talking to him. I wasn't even responding to this man. Because, as far as I knew, I was going there to get my visa, and I'll get the visa. If I didn't get the visa, either they closed their consulate, whatever would happen, I was going to get my visa. And the man asked again, I didn't mind him. And he did something like that to somebody. And he did that to me to go to the person, and I went. I was asking for a two week visa. I wasn't asking for much. Because, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't even like England. England is not one of my favorite countries, even up to date. Now, this man gives me one year visa. I nearly told him, what, what, what am I going to do with it? Are we understanding? Because I carry a gate, and no other gate shall be shut before me. When you are robed in Christ, he said, I'm the gate. You see, if you don't first understand and believe and walk with such a mindset, things cannot be opening in front of you. Because they don't open automatically, there will be resistance. On this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell. You see, there are other gates, but Christ says, remember I said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But Christ says, I am the gate. I am the ultimate. When you have this revelation that I am the gate, nothing will shut before you. That is what God told the king Cyrus. I have anointed you. I set an open door before you. No gate will be shut before you. It's as simple as that. No gate. Don't don't look at yourself and say, I'm too small. But me, where can I go? When I go, I will take by the roadside. Where can I go? I come to declare to you that great things await you. Hey, the Bible says there are great doors set before us, but there are those who oppose us. That is why you must understand Christ as the gate. That when you walk about and you say Christ is in your heart, you carry the gate, so every other gate will be crushed. Great things await you. Number four. I AM the good shepherd he didn't say I am good shepherd. he didn't say I am good shepherd or I am shepherd or I am a good shepherd I am the good shepherd John chapter 10. John chapter 10 verse 11 he says I am the good shepherd The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Verse 12. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he runs. Your uncle you are depending on. Last week I was at home to visit a great man of God who is very sick. And you wonder, where are the church members? Where are the colleague pastors? Where are them all? Because we all are highlings. But there is one man who has promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never. Sometimes a husband will get tired of the wife's sickness. A wife will get tired of nursing the husband. She doesn't even understand. But he who is your God, he never sleeps. No slambers. Hallelujah. Because he is a good shepherd. He will nurture you. He will care for you. He will carry you. He will love you. What else do you want? What do you want? I am your good shepherd. Number five. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. John chapter 11 verse 25. Understanding resurrection and life is so important. Church today, we talk as if life is forever on this side of earth. But remember, Methuselah died. And David's one-week-old child died. Somebody's one-day-old child dies by understanding Jesus as the resurrection and the life every second that passes we are walking slowly we are marching to the cemetery you don't want to hear that is the truth gradually we are all marching to the cemetery but the cemetery is not the end the resurrection and the life gives us hope of eternity this is hope this is hope write down first Thessalonians chapter 4 read all but I'll urge you to read from verse 14 to the end It says encourage one another with these words talking about death is an encouragement for the child of God the reason we can know in John chapter 11 Jesus had not died yet but he declared that I am the resurrection and the life and then in the book of John by chapter 20 he resurrected did your Christ resurrect I am the resurrection. And because he lives, you can also know you will live. You will live. Not on this earth, but there is a better place we are going to. Heaven is so beautiful. It's so glorious. We shall be with our King and our Lord. In that place, it is not this sun that is so hot that will be there. There will be brightness. It will be the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. It will be so beautiful. You will see your uncle. I will see my mother. I will see my father. I will see my brother. And when I shall go before you and you come, you will see me. And I will boogie in heaven if you know him he said i am the resurrection and the life i am living and because i'm living this is the hope you should have you do christian life knowing that this earth is temporary but after this earth it doesn't matter what i'm going through lazarus suffered so much Lazarus suffered. The rich man was enjoying himself. Lazarus was suffering. He was looking for just the crumbs on the ground to eat. No one would give him. Dogs were licking his wound. By the time they found, maybe they bent him. Maybe they just threw him away for the dogs to go and eat. But he wasn't there because he had known the revelation of the Christ as the resurrection and the life so by that time do you know how I know that because two men hung beside Jesus and one of them said spoke to Jesus when you go into your kingdom remember me what did Jesus say today today you are set for paradise you don't like that because you don't want to die but you will die and I will die So, if you walk around with this paradise mindset, if you walk around with this glory that awaits us, today, as you know Jesus, so you don't walk around afraid of dying. You don't go looking for death because you know he has satisfied you with long life. But you know after this long life on earth, there is a better place than here. This is no place to be forever. The sun is too hot. It's too dry. Money is hard to come by so you say, I'm the only one who doesn't know because when I need, I get. I don't depend on any bank account. It's of heaven. He is your resurrection and your life. Did he rise? When you go to Israel right now, the tomb is still empty. People are coming from all over the world. And he was raised in his glory. Because he is the living God. He is not a dead God. And so you shall not die. And so you shall live forever and ever and ever. Once you robe Christ in your heart. Amen. Number six. Number six. I am the way. John chapter 14 verse 6. Please write it down. And write down Proverbs fourteen twelve. And this morning as we are bringing this message to a close soon. This is so important. I am the way. I am. I am. Jesus Christ is revealed. It's I am the way. He's revealed as I am the way, the truth. There are certain ways, but they are falsehood. They are falsehood. Hmm. Darwin. Charles Darwin. He said we came from monkeys. There's a museum in Scotland. Darwin Museum in Scotland. He came from the gorillas or something or something. He alone came from them. Unfortunately, he set the pace The Bible says in Psalm 40, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. He said it is because they are corrupt and they have done abominable things. It's an abomination to look at God in the face. Look at the air you breathe. Look at the glory of the sunshine. Look at the hills, the trees, the ground that doesn't sink you. To look at God in everything around you and tell him there's no God. It's an insult. It's an insult. And tell him you came from a created thing is an insult. And worship an idol is an insult. He said, I am the way, I am the truth. There's no falsehood in me, and I am life. There is a way that seems right to a man. Proverbs 14, 12. Your own way is not the way to salvation your own determinations and thinkings. you think especially when you are young you think you are somebody and sometimes you can be old and you think that i have arrived what is all this new message they are bringing it's not a new message this message has been from the beginning we are talking about christ revealed jesus says i am the way if you have found that way follow it to the end you don't follow at your will when you like you follow when you don't like again you digress or you divert the course more when you want then you come it's not about going to church on sunday it is about knowing the way and being on the road it is a determination that is what i determined before i was 16 and that is why i always say i have decided How are you following? Are you following? If you are following, he will not mess you up. He will lead you to eternal life. He will lead you in all of your ways. Because there is a way that seems right. You may be young or old. You do things anyhowly. Young people, you do things anyhowly. You think church is just religious. Sunday, let me go and pay my dues and go. No, 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 no. Today, I will call you to the altar to make a decision that I will follow Christ no matter what. Three Hebrew boys, they were young men. That is why they called them boys, young men. But they had a determination. We will follow him into the fire. If we die, we die. One young woman, she was young, Esther, She made her determination. I will face the king. And if I perish, let me perish. What is your decision? To follow Jesus. He is the way. And number seven, he says, I am the true vine. The true vine. John chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine. I am the true vine. In Numbers chapter 13, from verse 17, When God promised the Israelites that I will give you a land filled with honey and milk, now when Moses was sending leaders of the 12 tribes to go and check the land they are about to enter, he said, go and see if the land is fertile. Bring back some of its produce. Bring back some. The Bible says the land was so fertile, two men put one cluster of grapes on a pole and they carried it back. When God says, I am your true vine, he is saying to you, I want to bless you so much. I have great things in store for you. I want to make you wealthy. From the vine, you also get wine. Wine stands for joy, and wine stands for healing. Hallelujah. I am the one who heals you. I will heal you of every disease. I am the one who makes you celebrate. The kingdom of God is not Meat and drink. But it is righteousness. It is peace and it is joy in the Holy Ghost. I am the true vine. I want you to know that this week as we are leaving church, if we will understand Christ as he is revealed in these seven speeches he made, then so shall your life be he will batter your bread he will give you bread and he will batter it he will open doors and give give you opportunities this week as you live here there are so many opportunities to make you wealthy, you will dance and you will sing and your neighbors will say you are disturbing them, live here knowing the hand of the Lord is upon you and you are blessed because you have determined to stay under the umbrella of the most high God, hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.